listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hi everyone, it's your daily 10 minute business and finance news wrap for this Monday, the 31st of May 2021. It is the final day of autumn. June begins tomorrow and that finance outage sell in May and go away didn't happen on the share market, but investors are still worried. We'll tell you why in a few moments. But first, petrol prices, which are likely to stay elevated for some time because the oil price hit a two-year high. For more, Anna Napoli spoke earlier with Comsex Ryan Felsen. Well, what we've seen over the course of the last couple of days is the Brent crude oil price rising to $69 a barrel. That's a two-year high. And in trading today, we've seen the US NYMEX price lift to $67 a barrel. What we are seeing around the world at the moment is a lift in gasoline and also petrol consumption. And in the lead up to the Memorial Day long weekend in the United States, we saw very strong gasoline consumption in particular. In fact, Gasoline prices in America have hit the highest level since 2014. So very strong demand there. We're seeing gas at three bucks a gallon in the United States. And of course, we've gone into the driving season in the US. And also we are seeing a reopening of economies, particularly in Europe at the moment. So fuel demand is broadly lifting. We're seeing more air travel on the back of that. But more importantly, we're seeing motorists behind the wheel driving. That's driving up demand for fuels. And that's why we're seeing those global oil prices lift. And what will be the flow on effects for consumers? Well, we're seeing this reflected at the Bowser here in Australia. So Australia's a net importer of refined product, predominantly from Asia. And we have seen those prices, those benchmark prices in Singapore and South Korea start to lift. So when we import that product, that then is passed on the consumer at the Bowser. So with rising international oil prices, those benchmark gasoline prices in Asia lifting for refined product, that's going to be flowing through to Australian consumers and we're seeing the average retail unleaded petrol price in Australia broadly back at pre-pandemic levels. And if you look at what's going on around the country today, uh, we are seeing different type of cycles as far as retail fuel is concerned. In fact, in Brisbane, we're seeing the average retail unleaded petrol price at $1.35 a litre today. But in some of the suburbs around Brisbane today, we're seeing price hikes take place at around $1.72 a litre. And in Sydney, prices remain pretty elevated at the moment. According to Motormouth, we're seeing about $1.53 on average, but prices are still over $1.60 in some suburbs. And in Melbourne, prices are continuing to ease uh, around $1.39 a litre. So we are seeing variations in that retail fuel cycle at the moment. And what cities is petrol most expensive in at the moment? Uh, What we're seeing at the moment, of course, is significant variations in terms of the fuel cycle on the East Coast. Uh, In terms of Brisbane today, what we are seeing is some of those fuel prices, particularly along the river, those inner city suburbs, lift to $1.72 a litre. So the price hike cycle is now in place in Brisbane. So in some of the suburbs, such as the southern suburbs of Brisbane, where prices are below $1.25 a litre, I'd strongly recommend that motorists around those areas start to fill up uh, rather than top up. But those people, uh, certainly in the more expensive areas that can't get to uh, those cheaper surveys should look to top up rather than fill up. In Sydney at the moment, the average retail unleaded petrol price is currently around $1.52 a litre. So we are seeing a gradual decline off those peaks as far as fuel prices are concerned in Sydney. So motorists should look to 
top up rather than fill up this week because prices will be cheaper next week as far as unleaded petrol is concerned. And in Melbourne we're seeing a gradual decline in petrol prices there. Of course the lockdown's in place so motorists typically aren't getting to servos as frequently as usual and of course demand isn't as strong with people staying at home. So uh, we're expecting to see fuel prices in Melbourne remain quite low in the near term. And what does that mean for inflation and in term interest rates? Well, we're starting to see the impact on inflation from a headline perspective. So certainly fuel costs are a part of the broader inflation mix from a consumer price perspective. So it is a contributor to inflation. But when we're looking at interest rates or central bank policy, let's not forget, though, that they looked at what's called trim mean inflation or core inflation. And that strips out the volatility around rising petrol prices and also food prices. So it's not going to have a major bearing as far as those central banks are concerned. They'll see it as a transitory impact as fuel markets normalise after the pandemic. Ryan Felsman there from Comsec talking about the markets or the petrol prices. Now we go to markets and the S&P A6200 did hit a record high today but ended up closing down 0.25% to 7,161. Resource stocks were mixed. The banks were down across the board. Data analysis company Newix was the worst performer, down 17% on the back of another profit downgrade. However, For the month of May, despite the age-old adage, sell in May and go away, the market actually rose 1.9%. Not a bad result, but investors are still worried about a few things. For more, I spoke earlier with George Baburis from K2 Asset Management. George, market's not doing much today. However, it did hit a record high during the session. Why? Uh, Just it's record high on light volumes, Ricardo. Uh, Nothing too much that uh, markets are still just looking through current conditions. Uh, light volumes, it just touched that record high. Uh, but what's happening in the Asian region, there's a bit, it's weighing a little bit. Malaysia closing down a bit harder uh, with the lockdown, as announced a few hours ago. And that will weigh on markets. And the US is obviously having a holiday as well. So uh, light volumes is the thing. Uh, but we are all expecting stimulus to remain in the system. George, to what extent do you think investors are concerned about the COVID situation in Victoria? And is that being played out in the market at all? Yeah, look, that's clearly weighing on some form of confidence. Uh, And the way to look at it is that uh, when the second largest economic region goes into lockdown in Australia, uh, you've got a Reserve Bank meeting tomorrow, uh, that would imply that there's no no reason for policy error. They need to reinforce the point that that there won't be any tapering, the stimulus will be in the system, and then have accommodated Reserve Bank comments into the system. That's what the market will be looking for. But lockdowns aren't good for economic activity, obviously. Looking through that, it implies that it was stimulus to stay uh, longer than it would have otherwise have been. We're heading into the end of the financial year. It's June tomorrow. How's that all expected to roll out? The end of year end has been a very robust uh, financial year. A lot of people's super funds have performed very well. Uh, the risk assets perform very well, and people's homes, as uh, people can understand. Uh, but the, the way the, the way the market will be looking at it is, what is the policy? prescription, as we call it. What are central bankers globally saying? What are governments around the world saying? We take the view, and markets are looking through this, that the stimulus will remain. The uh, corporate story of the day, I guess Qantas may offering uh, free flight vouchers to those that have a vaccine. Uh, how, how do you, how's the market taking that? Uh, look, it's, uh, the market's taking it in, uh, it's, a very good, it's a very good way to get attention. Uh, it's a good way to get some clickbait, but it's a wonderful initiative. Remember, when, when 
when the lockdown ends in Victoria, we'll re-engage with the bubble with New Zealand. That sort of template's important for leisure and travel, uh, and we can extrapolate how that will roll out in other parts of the world. So Qantas uh, participating like this is a good way to engage, incentivise those that had the vaccine. And to what extent is climate change a big issue this week? By the end of the year, end of the week, I should say, uh, there's a big meeting with the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, the IMF, uh, the head of uh, the ECB, the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde, and the Chinese Central Bank, the PBOC. Now, this is a key initiative that's been put together, obviously, by the Biden administration, and it's front and centre by the end of the week about a climate policy across all the major economies. And concurrently, it'll be a G7 economic meeting with the finance ministers. So that's, that's the agenda item. It's global taxation on the corporate side, being equalisation, which is, again, it's a Biden administration focus. Uh, but this climate change uh, initiative by central bankers and the IMF it will be front and centre uh, by this weekend. George Boris there from K2 Asset Management. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BusinessRicardo. This SBS On The Money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.